0: This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at the wheat markets for Monday, January 29th. Well, grain markets were weaker on Friday, the wheat market getting some acceleration to the downside, and soybeans and corn both uh, finding some selling pressure as well. But still for the week, wheat was actually higher on the week by the time all was said and done. Kansas City was up 17 on the week. Minneapolis up 8. Chicago was up 7 corn up one, soybeans down four. So it didn't look like a lot of action by the end of the week, but there was quite a bit of price action in all three of those major markets. For wheat, the pressure uh, stemming on Friday was the announcement by Argentina that China was going to accept Argentine wheat. That was a big deal, and that's going to uh, put yet more export pressure on world prices. We've already had Europe and Russia going head to head since harvest, and now we've got another one coming out of Argentina. They had a pretty decent crop this year, so it looks like you know, you're know you just gonna see all that much more pressure. And of course, China has been on a bit of a buying spree, and uh, this opens up another avenue for them. Argentina's wheat is gonna be a hard red winter wheat. That will be primarily to blend off with lower quality in China. But it does obviously compete with our U.S. hard red winter wheat and Russia, which is also hard red winter wheat. So it's definitely a negative aspect to the wheat market. and That was the biggest reason why the market was under so much pressure on Friday. For corn and soybeans, it's still all about South America and Brazil, which has found itself in a much better moisture situation here over the last few weeks. Argentina had been experiencing some dry conditions. It was getting hot right as uh, the corn was headed into pollination. It looks like, though, beyond about February 5th, the forecast has been fairly consistent with bringing more rain into those key areas of Argentina. So that kind of pulled uh, the rug out from under corn and soybeans on Friday as well. We've also got the issue of transportation across, you know, not only the grain space, but just uh, freight in general, with the, the risks associated with moving product through the Red Sea. And I think, you know, we're ju- that's just going to continue to get worse. Maersk has already, you know, totally pulled the plug on transport through the Red Sea. They're taking everything around Southern Africa that's a long way. It's way further, way more expensive, and everybody's going to feel the pressure from that. It's not all going to be borne out by the the producer, but they are going to take some of that hit, and uh, that's just, it takes longer, and it's more expensive, and so it's, it's just going to slow things down, and I think that that's part of the pressure coming from the general commodity space. Now, That said, over the weekend, there was an attack on a U.S. base in Jordan. Three service people were killed, many more injured. The U.S. looking at retaliating. All fingers are pointing to uh, terrorist groups that are backed by Iran. Iran is, is denying any involvement. But I think it's pretty safe to say there's going to be a retaliation. And, you know, crude prices kind of jumped on that. They're, they're having trouble holding those gains here this morning, but it's probably going to be supportive to the energy prices. And that would help support at least corn and soybeans to some degree. A couple other things here. Brazil is reporting their soybean harvest is at 9%. Private estimates for production keep ratcheting downward. They're resting at about the 143 to 149 million ton mark. USDA just pegged them at 155 million tons, and that's where the official Brazilian government estimate is as well. So while the private guys are looking for notably less production, and it probably will be sub-155, I don't know about 143, but you know they did get some crop-saving late rains. But suffice it to say, it's going to be a smaller crop than what the official estimates are so far. But it is harvest. And we are seeing cash fob offers decline significantly out of both Argentina and Brazil. So my guess is that U.S. soybean prices are going to be drug lower by that, and uh, that will keep a lid on corn as well. And one other commodity in general issue we're seeing is that China's economy just can't seem to get any traction. It's been on a slippery slide here for a while, and their biggest real estate developer now has finally filed for bankruptcy. Trying to dismantle that behemoth will take some time, but it's just all a negative wet blanket over the commodity space. China is a huge economy. It's the second largest in the world, and they are struggling, and uh, that, that could be a drag on everything. You know, They're a huge buyer of product from all over the world. If they slow down, Everything slows down. So that's something to keep in mind, not just from a stock market perspective, but a commodity space in general. And lastly, we're looking at the world FOB offers as of the end of last week. US Gulf soft red winter wheat was quoted at $256 a ton. That was unchanged on the week. Hard red winter wheat at $286 was up six. Ukraine was unchanged at $215. Russia down five at $235. Romania up five, also at 235. France was down four at 237. Argentina unchanged at 235. In corn, U.S. corn at the Gulf was quoted at $200 a ton. That was unchanged. Off the Pacific Northwest, we're up five at 225. Ukraine was up 25 at 205. Argentina unchanged at 205. Brazil unchanged at 220. In soybeans, we are seeing some pressure. Cash uh, fob offers at the Gulf, $470 a ton. That was down five. In Argentina, they were down 20 at 425. Brazil was down 15 at 420. So the harvest that has started in South America clearly uh, pressuring cash offers from there. That's going to be a drag on U.S. prices. We're at some key support levels in U.S. soybeans, right at that $12 mark, which was the low from a couple weeks ago. It was also uh, a low from several months ago. So it's definitely a support level. But again, if you're sliding this much in Argentina and Brazil this early in the harvest, then I think that U.S. offers are going to have to come down. Our major markets are just going to switch over to, which is China, basically, they'll just, and they kind of have been, switching over to South America. Mexico will still buy U.S. beans, but still, uh, we need those markets from China, and it looks like we're going to take a back seat here for a while. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.